Welcome back, Faith Walkers. So great to have you here. I hope this message finds you well. We are launching, you've been hearing about it, we are launching officially the God's Vibes Hotline. So every week there are different teachings and episodes that we're offering to really strengthen you in the Lord and the power of his might. But then we also have God's Vibes Hotline guests. So what that means is you get to coach with me for free on the God's Vibes podcast. So you get to fill out a form, let me know what it is that you have a question about or that you have an issue, let's say, that you'd like to address or you would really love some support on. You get to complete a form, book a call and join me live on the God's Vibes podcast. So we have a whole bunch of guests that have taken that courageous step (laughs) and that are brave enough to share on the podcast with all of you. And these questions are so powerful. There's so much that is available to you in listening to what they are struggling with and how God works. Like you will literally hear why coaching with God is life-changing. Like your life will actually never be the same in the best ways when God shows up on the scene through the vehicle of coaching. So you get to have a behind the scenes, fly on the wall sort of experience here as you listen to different people get coached. But what I wanna encourage you to do is if they are sharing a testimony or if they're getting a breakthrough that you want in your life, you can grab it and take it as yours by faith, okay? So you can actually grab their testimony and allow that to be faith for your next breakthrough, okay? So we have a culture of honor that we commit to in the Courage Co. community. Courage Co. is a community where faith walkers come together. We're all about helping you live your most courageous and impactful story. So this is a safe space, a sacred space off the internet. So off social media, off all of those platforms. This is in a private app. So if you want to go through different trainings from your laptop, from your desktop, you can do that, but you can also access it right from your phone, which is beautiful if you're commuting and wanna listen to something to encourage you. You can re-listen to a prayer call. You can join a small group. You can get rooted in a mastermind or one of the programs that's in there, and it's all at your fingertips. So we're all about helping you really invest in yourself and develop your insides because it's from your insides <laughs> that your outsides happen. So if you get your insides right, the outside will follow. So we are really committed to helping you have a prosperous soul so that you can do the exploits that only you can here on the earth, okay? So if you want to join us in Courage Co., it's www.courageco.org. But that really is a great space. We have a culture of honor in there. And what that means is we respect people. We honor people. Okay, and we're doing that here as well. So we're creating a really safe space to honor what God is doing, to honor each person, to honor their walk and the beauty of that. Okay, so we have this system. It's really important that we appreciate that, that we represent that well. So keep in mind when you are completing the form to be on the God's Vibes hotline, that if you are completing that form, you are booking a call to take time okay, to honor somebody else's time and to be on this podcast boldly and courageously and share, okay? Now, this will be anonymous, but keep that in mind. If you are a no-show, how we treat that is that's dishonoring to somebody in their time. 
So you will not have an opportunity to book again, okay? And that will be tracked. So we will know that that happened and you will not have an opportunity to be on the podcast because we just don't support that. Secondly, because this is free and this is something that a lot of people do wanna sign up for, this is first come, first serve. So you can't book multiple sessions right now, okay? But you can book your session, so it's important that you do that. So just wanna get some ground rules out here. But today we have a special episode. This is so, so powerful. If you've ever felt really stuck in life, sometimes you feel like your life is over, really. Like you're just getting through the days, but you're not really living, this question is for you. So make sure that you listen all the way through and see what happens here. So I am 45 and live in California, married, no kids. Um, I come from a, I think it's important to say this based on my question. I come from a background of like, uh, both. I lost both of my parents when I was young. And I grew up in, you know, uh, alcoholism from both parents and grew up as an only child. So there's a lot of what I would call orphan spirit, but it's, it's, unfortunately, it feels like it's not just orphan spirit, like it's kind of just my reality. Um, So my question is, it's, it's, I'm stuck in a place of, um, you know, because I listen to all your podcasts, and I'm part of Courage Co and all of that, I get Yeah. And it's been amazing. Your content is so amazing. So thank you so much. Amen. Um, I get stuck in a place of, you know, you're always talking about having a dream, having a vision. And I I feel like I haven't had a dream or a vision maybe ever (laughs) because I've just been, you know, just trying to survive and get by. And, um, and my dreams have always been small enough to where I can achieve them on my own. And now that I'm 45, it's like, I have a husband. Thank God. I have a wonderful, godly husband. That's been a total gift that mm-hmm. I didn't expect, but I don't have kids. I don't have family. Like my family's all pretty much deceased and it's for a long time. I grew up as an only child. Um, I have half of step, step siblings and all that, but we didn't grow up together. So, uh, so basically my point is, is I don't really have much family. And then marrying my husband has been wonderful. I do not have good in-law relationships. So I don't feel like I gained anything there. I feel like it's been more pain and more loss. And so when I try to have a dream or a vision, what I, what I dream of, it's like, it's something that I can't, it's not possible, you know, because I, I see like families like growing and walking through life together and growing old together. And this is something that's possible for me. So when I try to look to the future and I try to envision the life that I desire, Mm -hmm. that's it. And it's like, well, that's not possible for me. So I get stuck in the cycle of like feeling like my future is just doomed because what I want is not a possibility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not having kids at this age, 45, like, you know, I mean, that's pretty late in the game. I mean, people do it, but yeah. I never really felt called to be a mother. Um, but now I'm like, did God, did I miss something that I was supposed to do? Like, I feel like all my eggs are in one basket with an amazing husband. Thank you, God, for the husband. But I don't see anyone else. Like, I don't have family behind me. I don't really feel anyone beside me besides my husband. And I can't see anything in front of me because we're not creating family. 
So mm-hmm. I'm stuck. I'm just stuck in the cycle of like, I feel like my future is just doomed. Like, what do I have to look forward to? Mm. And, and when I think about like orphan spirit, I say, well, yes, I do have, you know, there's some of that, but also like, what about when that's just your reality of your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful stuff. I know it doesn't feel powerful. Thank you for, right, right. for all of the context and for, for sharing this so courageously. Something yeah, thank you that, for yeah, of course, something that I, I'm sensing a little bit. So tell me, tell me a little bit, and I know that this sounds off, but track with me. Tell me a little bit about the relationship you have with your husband. What is that relationship like? Um, so the relationship I have with my husband, if I can be really honest about it, is my husband is amazing. He grew up Christian. He grew uh-huh. up like just, he had this amazing childhood and this amazing, like big uh-huh. family. And he, he had a pretty nice, easy life, <laughs> totally yeah. opposite of my experience. So we have a lot of differences in our backgrounds for sure. Uh-huh. So when I, I don't feel like I can totally share this, these deep places with him because he comes from, a, he, he can't, possibly he doesn't have the capacity to understand it because he comes from a really good healthy environment so I so there's a little bit of separation with that okay and I also have a fear a big fear with my husband because I feel like he's sort of I mean my God is my everything right but my husband in the physical world is really it's a big fear to have one person you know and and that's all you feel like you really have yeah okay then so also, there's like reservations. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. A reservation. There's like reservations in our in our marriage from my side because um, because I don't feel like his big family had really accepted me and loved me in a way that I received, and so I feel like they've been a loss to me, not a gain, and that's been very very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, so there's there's some separations with us in in areas of history and family and all of that. Okay, okay. And then when you when you would describe your relationship with God, how would you describe what that looks like? So, I I think I saw one of your memes or something recently that said I I already I'm not afraid of what I have to lose because I already know what it feels like to be just me and God. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like that's me a hundred percent. Like that's me. Like I, I have been there. I, mm. you know, I, I already know mm. what that's like. I, so my relationship with God is it's, I'm very connected. I followed, um, I'm, I'm in a season of wilderness of not working. I laid down my job two years ago when I, I had a great job, all these things. Uh, but I heard from God, directly on Ash Wednesday two years ago mm. to lay down my job and, and follow his invitation okay. to walk with him so I'm still in that season it's been almost it'll be two years and I'm like okay God but it's like a season of um, healing and bringing he's bringing things up in me and out to be healed still just the two of us and uh-huh. so I know that like there's there's pain that's hindering whatever he has for me but I just, I just really have problems with the vision and the future because it feels so impossible, you know? Okay. All right. I've got, <laughs> oh, no, no, this is, this is good. And again, I know it doesn't feel good. So I want to honor where you're <laughs> sitting in that place. 
for sure. Cause yeah, it's a vulnerable you. place. It's a very uncomfortable place. It's the space that keeps us up at night. Right. For mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And not many can sit with us and not many understand intimately. And that can feel very lonely and really hard. And yeah. really, so I just, mm -hmm. I honor you in that space, but I have a few phrases that are coming up. Okay. So I feel like God okay. first just wants to give you some encouragement. So a couple of phrases that, that I heard here, one was that, right. It's not possible for me. It's not possible for oh. me now, something mm -hmm. about that phrase, just because it hasn't looked possible in the past. Does that mean that that's true for your future? Um, it doesn't have to mean that, <laughs> hey. but I can't hey. see how it could be different. Yes. Now, something right. that is powerful, right, is with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things become possible. So something that you could do mm -hmm. that is practical, and it sounds like you're a practical gal, <laughs> from what I'm sensing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so something that you can do is practical. I love to get honest and real with God. God, I am really having a hard time looking at my future. I'm having a hard time feeling like I missed out in life, but I also know that that's true, but I don't know. And it's hard for me to believe for possibilities. I know that you are the God that mm -hmm. makes things possible and that you are just getting started with me. And so I just release this lie to you. And I thank you, God, that you start revealing your truth to me little by little, a day at a time, a step at a time, and a moment at a time. So I turn it into an honest, bold prayer. So I let God invade that space in my heart, that desire that I have in my heart. I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm not going to elaborate on it. I'm not going to partner with impossibilities when I know that I have a God that makes things possible. And I don't have to fully mm -hmm. it all or know how he's going to do it. I just know that he's going to go to work because I just put him on assignment and all of heaven mm -hmm. and angelic support and messengers are going to work to start moving. Okay. Now that that's mm -hmm. something. So okay. I, I refuse to be doomed. I rebuke the lie that I am doomed. I refuse to mm -hmm. partner. I'm here. I am alive. God has me on this earth for a purpose and he's just getting started. So I, okay. I refuse, like I rebuke all of these lies. Like, and I love just dumping all of the lies out. Literally. I'm too old. I'm doomed. I don't come from the right background. I don't have the resources. Like that sounds like to me, the accuser of the brethren. Okay. That does not sound like God. That does not sound like his heart. That does not sound like his voice, but it does sound like the accuser who I believe that we can get angry at. We can put the, the anger in the right place. Right. Like I rebuke that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I thank you, God, that you mm -hmm. rebuke the devour on my behalf. Right. I do not okay. partner with yeah. the liar. I do not partner with the accuser. God, you have just given me a really great setup for something truly impossible for somebody like me. I'm here for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's go. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like the perfect divine setup. And I know it doesn't feel like that, but by faith it does. Okay. So yeah. I, the phrase that I heard when you said that it's not possible for me, like one immediately, I'm like, nope, not true. Right. But what I heard was God has taken you from broken to builder. God is mm. taking you from mm -hmm. broken to builder. Okay. Okay. So he has this really interesting thing that he does that when the crazy ones that have been wounded deeply, right? 
decide to seek mm-hmm. them from all of their hearts and go after him like never before, he has a way of healing, restoring, redeeming, reviving, and then sending on a mission to build, to build, to minister to the orphans, to minister to those that you can speak life into in a very real way. And they will hear you because you know, because you've walked through it and you've come out on the other side. So I do get mothering for you, strangely enough, but I, I see it as a spiritual mother, right? Somebody that mm-hmm. that knows how to, because we're all spiritual kids. Like this is really fun. So I had somebody release a prophetic word over me, maybe October last year. Um, and they're like, how long have you known the Lord? And I'm like, like really know the Lord? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm going to go with like 10 years. And she's like, so you're like 10 in the spirit. And I'm like, oh, that's so fun. Like, <laughs> I never even thought about it that way. But I was like, oh, that's so fun. So like, just picture how many people are like three in the spirit or two in the spirit or do you know what I mean? Like they might be a certain age in the mm-hmm. natural, but the kid in us that never had support or nurturing or love that was neglected, that was abused, that was rejected, abandoned, betrayed, right? Like that kid exists in all of us. And that kid, if it's Mm -hmm. not loved well, if it's not nurtured, if it's not supported, if it's not cared for, doesn't grow up, right? Right. At least not well. They kind of stay in this perpetual pain cycle, you know, and that's not a spin cycle that you want to stay in too long. But we do because we don't know better. And half the time we're unconscious. So you're not unconscious. You're somebody I gather that's been doing work for a minute. That's very self-aware that has had to go Mm -hmm. to really intense, dark places. But God, right? Like you're still here. You're still standing. You still have a lot of hope. I feel that on you for sure. And while you want a vision, God has it for you, but it's bigger than you think. And that's why you can't fully see it. Okay. So you're not wrong when you hear the words mother, like God, you didn't miss it. God still really does want you to mother. You have the mother's heart, the nurturing heart, right? A servant heart, a heart that can be present, a heart that is pure, right? Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Okay. So you have a way to see God and you've gone to these places in God that other people haven't accessed yet, that you can invite them into, Mm -hmm. invite people into encounters, right? So when you are bold and brave enough, which you've demonstrated this to seek God with all your heart, to let God in there and be like, Hey, I don't like this. It doesn't feel good, but I know you can do something with it. Right. I know that you have me here. Mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. nothing's too far gone. Nothing is wasted. God wastes nothing. He wastes nothing. Like he uses all of it. Okay. So broken mm-hmm. to builder. Okay. I'm not doing. Okay. God is taking all of this brokenness. He's shifting it. He's reworking it, recalibrating it, transforming it into energy that he can use. And he's causing you to be a builder, right? Because that kind of brokenness is what the world is in right now. So the world needs somebody that is healed and whole, but comes from that. So they know it intimately and they know exactly how to minister. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know how to minister to that orphan. Okay. And that is a mothering quality because a lot of times, right? If you even think about like a masculine feminine energy, sometimes we use busyness or we use work as a crutch to cover up all those things that we don't want to feel. (laughs) All of those things that you find in stillness, all that discomfort on the inside, all that heart work. We don't want to go in there. So we're like, I'll just stay busy. I'll just work. 
right? And that can be a very mm -hmm. like productive, industrious thing until it's not, it's just busyness, right? But nurturing allows you to go in there, allows you to process, allows you to feel it, allows you to look at it, allows you to name it, recognize it, understand it, process it, right? Take what works, release what doesn't, like that's work. And it takes somebody that mm -hmm. can do that and do that well, because so many people have been hurt, have been crushed, have endured more brokenness because people haven't done that well. They've been wounded healers, so to speak, right? Right. They, they mm -hmm. just project their pain. So when a process seems long, something that, that can offer some contentment and peace is that God is still working and he knows exactly how to work and exactly how to move and exactly when you're ready. It says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, shall make it happen. So in this season, it's like, okay, you released me from work. And rather than name this a wilderness, what if I named it something different? Because what I heard was space. What I heard was space. Like God gave you space and what a gift. Now, <laughs> that mm -hmm. might not feel like a gift, depending on how you fill the space. Right? right. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So instead of a wilderness, right? Instead of thinking that, you know, there's FOMO, which is not a kingdom thing. This fear of missing out is not a thing. Like in the kingdom, we never miss out. Like we're always very purposeful, right? There's always meaning. So mm -hmm. if you could name this season, if this season had a meaning or if God were working purpose, what would you name it? Um, let's see. I like your word space, but I I think that this has been a season of, I don't know what one word it would be, but like coming, coming together with just me and God, just, he's just continuing to reveal things within me that are still broken, that are hindering me from the fullness of, of what he has for me. Mm. So, so I don't know what word that would be. <laughs> yes. I love that. I, it's making me think of the scripture of, I, I believe this is in Ephesians, right? Where we become full to the fullness of Christ, right? Like we are full or we're fully occupied with God. So think about it this way. I, I mean, the, the word that I'm kind of receiving is abide, right? Like when you're just learning how to abide, that's learning how to like literally like live covered by God, live from his power, <laughs> live from his grace, which is his enablement, his empowerment, quite literally. And it's sufficient, like learning how to be present with his presence, learning how to sit with him, learning how to allow him into your heart, learning to read the word and let Holy Spirit really reveal what that word means to you. Not like adding to it, but allowing that word to be real to you, right? That, if mm -hmm. you have a season where you got to experience that, like, come on, <laughs> You know, to me, actually the word that I'm hearing, this is your glory season, glory season. That's kind mm -hmm. of the phrase I'm getting glory season. Okay. So okay, when you get full or become God occupied, right? The, the aim here is that you get full to overflowing. So God needs to create space in you. He needs to right prepare the way for the Lord. When you actually have space for him to get into your heart or get into your mind or get into your entire being, then your being could be occupied by him. And when it comes mm -hmm. to partnering with him and being strong in the Lord, how can you do that unless you are full of him? Mm -hmm. Right. So Absolutely. if it took two years to learn how to really establish a relationship with God, would that be worth it? Absolutely. 
right? And like, but I thought we did this before. <laughs> My God, I thought we've done this a few times before, but here we are again in the in this. It's it's like Elijah, honestly. Uh-huh. I'm doing an Elijah study right now, and it's like the separation, the isolation, the necessary yeah. season of building yeah. dependence and trust in God. So yeah. I do. See, so maybe I would call the season gift a gift because. Yes. Um, although it's painful and it is isolating, it, it is also, there's work being, there's transformation happening. Um, and it's, it's a gift to be able to have this time because we see people every day that, that certainly don't, don't ever take this kind of time in their life. And maybe they can't, you know, like I realize this is a gift that I'm able to do this. Um, but we see the effects of when people don't take time to be with, with God and that don't take time to heal their wounds. And, and that's like what's walking around in the world, creating all this pain with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big deal. Right. <laughs> and like, why would you want to rush that then? Mm-hmm. Right. So right. you don't have to like where you are. Right. It's, I believe it's Joyce Meyer that says, right. Like I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. <laughs> right Uh but I'm content where I am so I like apostle Paul strategy right like often it's contentment right I've learned to be content whether I have much or little whether I'm a base or abounding right like I've just learned the secret of life is really contentment right like I get relationship with God and in that relationship is everything that I need and I learn that I come Mm -hmm. to understand that like I might hear that and want that maybe right but in time that I learned that I learned to actually lean into that right sometimes we can hear a word but we're not actually a doer of it. We don't actually live it. We don't get it. We haven't broken mm-hmm. that down. It didn't get into our heart. We're not walking that out, right? We're not establishing mm-hmm. that in our life. So it takes a process to get to that place. You know, maybe there was a time that you didn't even know how broken you were. And then God took you on a healing season, right? And then he allowed mm-hmm. you to get some stability and some good lifestyle habits, let's say. And then you got some traction. He's like, hey, now that you've got some stability, let's go deeper into that heart because you're ready to go there in a way that you weren't before. Let's go in there. Because mm-hmm. these, these heart wounds, these heart issues, if we don't actually go in there, then you can't serve at the level of what you're asking me. Right. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, because yeah. of what you just said, okay, and I'm reflecting that back to you. It is not a gift when we accelerate our process and we're not ready or when we get into a position to really lead people and we break them instead, we wound them instead. That is not a Mm -hmm. great place to be like, so we could have the position, but not have the healing or not have the full path. Yeah. Yeah. So how does it feel to hear that maybe this is not necessarily a wilderness season, but it's a gift. Yeah. I mean, that feels, that feels great. Um, I do recognize that this is a gift. I think I, I kind of always have, but it also, you know, the loneliness, the isolation, the, yeah. the um, blocks with the vision mm-hmm. and dreams, because I listen to all of your podcasts and all of your content. And I'm yeah. like, I really want the vision. I really want the goals and the dreams, but I can't get past, like not, I can't see it, my vision. And that's my vision, right? Yeah. Um, that I'm looking for. God obviously has a different vision than I do. Uh, And I haven't been able to connect with him (laughs) on what is your vision for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Like if I were to tell you how many journals and notebooks and things where I I was going in on vision too, I I do think that we're, we're contending for something, we're going for something, 
But there's also something powerful about laying down the vision. God, you know, I desire this. Mm -hmm. You know what I have need of. I really Mm -hmm. want to run with endurance after a vision that you give me. And so I'm just going to lay this down so that it's not oppressing me. Right. And when I'm ready Mm -hmm. for any Mm -hmm. of that, are you ready for me to run? Make it abundantly clear. Right. So when I do that, Mm -hmm. it's almost like I just pass it over to him and then I know he's working on it. But then what I start to do Mm -hmm. is I'm like, okay, what can I focus on and what can I celebrate and what can I give thanks for in this season? Because that's the sure way to make sure that I'm tracking. Right. So it's like, okay, maybe you're not giving me like the fullness of vision right now, but here is what is happening and here is what I'm stepping into. And I'm excited for that. So did you listen to any of the um, prophetic series that I was doing? Um, Is that the one where it was like, how do you hear from, you hear from God or you? Yes. 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 Okay. So there was, there was this interesting point and I kind of was catching the revelation as I was sharing and I'm like, oh, this is fun. So I, I really feel that a lot of times how we connect with God is how he initially started talking to us. Okay. So for me, I mentioned Mm -hmm. that I was desperate to know that God was real. So one of my Mm -hmm. primary ways of connecting with God is through knowing and through wisdom. Okay. Like I just Mm -hmm. need truth. Right. So I seek it out. And that's how God started talking to me. He revealed himself as real, right? His word became alive and active to me. Like he just was showing that he was real. He started answering prayers. And I'm like, I know that is God because there's no way, right? For years mm-hmm. this in my life and all of a sudden God shows up, right? So I'm like, I know him. Then after I started to know him, I started to really hear him. Okay. Started to really, mm-hmm. hear, like I was like perceiving and hearing almost felt like a similar time, right? I was hearing him as I was reading his word. That's how I started to hear his voice and his words started becoming active. So it went from knowing to hearing. Then I started perceiving him because I started stepping out on some of the things that he was telling me to do, right? Which I didn't want to do for the record. <laughs> like he'd be like, go serve in recovery. And I'm like, yeah, no, I like, I'm going to pass. But like, you have me in the season of yes. So I see what you did there. Nice one. Right. So now I'm like going out there and I'm perceiving that this is God because I'm seeing how things are evolving. And I'm like, only God, only God, right? Of course you would put me in a leadership position. So I can't bail out. <laughs> right? like, of course, you know what I mean? Like there's just things that he perfectly aligned that are only God, right? So I went from knowing to hearing to perceiving and then the vision came. Okay. okay. So to meet you where you are, I didn't have vision for... A good couple of years, but what I did have were assignments and action steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't have okay. that. It was just like, this is what, so for example, in that specific season that I'm mentioning, it was, I need you to take everything off your plate that would be a distraction to me. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. which is like everything. No. <laughs> like that sounds fun. Um, I need you to serve. And I'm like, okay. And I need you to write. And I'm like, Ew. Right. <laughs> Cause that was the last thing I wanted to do, but those were the things. And I need you to really focus on your lifestyle habits and taking care of yourself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so like spiritual disciplines or just lifestyle habits in general, like making sure that you're doing things that actually support your being versus anything that would not do that. Anything that would hinder it or distract has to go basically was the season. And I'm like, cool. But there was no vision beyond that. It was like, just get really good at laying this foundation. So that was primarily a foundational season and a healing season for me, right? And then I went through a crazy emotional uprising after that, right? So that's why I had to have a firm foundation so I could go through a really turbulent time, but this time with him. 
and right. you find new tools. You see what I'm saying? So every season has a purpose is my point. You might not have a vision fully for all of the details and that's okay. But I think if you make it wrong that you don't have a vision, then you're going to resent the season you're in. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So if Thank I know, you so for much, example, that is definitely where I get caught. Yeah. So for example, like if I know God is working, like God already has my vision. Like I put that into his, like just picture delegating. Okay. Like I pass that over to him. He's working on it. So if God's working on it and God is God. I don't need to like put my brain on that. I don't need to get emotionally invested in that right now. I can just be like, okay, cool. God's working on it. And if he wants me to know anything, God is great at letting me know if I need to be a participant in that or not. <laughs> and if he just wants to work <laughs> on it and like hold it for a while, then cool. Like I'll just let him do his thing. But for right now, it's yeah. like, what is God inviting me into? What do I get to really lean into in this season and get really, really good at? What What is it an invitation to, to master, to receive, to explore so that I can fully embrace the season that I'm in? Because I know that that's the best preparation for my next one. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. And then you wake up kind of expectant, hopeful, right? You're not thinking all of those other crazy things, right? Like I'm doomed. My life is over. Nothing is possible for me. Right. Like none of that is true. None of that is true. Right. But who do you think is winning when he has you believing that? Yeah, definitely the enemy. Right. So there is a real spiritual war going on at all times. So we don't need to give him any more airtime than he deserves, but it is important to be aware of that so that you know what he sounds like, you know, what his agenda is because he's not able to get you off mission, but he can try to make you get you off mission. Mm, absolutely. Okay? And so what yeah, I it's like, like to think of too, if this is helpful for you, I like to think that I'm always on assignment. Always on oh, assignment. Yeah, that's funny. I was going to say like, there's a, from, I did a faith plus therapy program for two yes. years and it was called the assignment and the counter assignment. Oh my, come on. So, so easy to get caught up in the counter assignment, right? And, yes. like, and not even realize that you're there. Oh, okay. So God needed you to hear that again. Have you ever looked up to <laughs> um, synonyms for assignment? People in the coach training and the mastermind know that I do this all the time. If you've seen Finding Nemo, yeah. you know, and they're like, enemy. do you know that thing? <laughs> uh-huh. I call it the synonymy <laughs> game. But basically what you do... <laughs> Because sometimes people don't like words. Like sometimes people don't like um, stewardship might freak people out. Sometimes people don't like surrender. Sometimes people don't like humility. Sometimes people don't like meekness. Like we get weird about words because we give them some sort of mm -hmm. negative connotation. So for an assignment, if you actually look up synonyms for this, which is kind of fun, there are other words and like they might feel better. Okay. So there mm -hmm. is a commission a mission. It means engagement, which I kind of like as a thought, like, what am I engaging with? What am I partnering with? Mm -hmm. Like, what am I building now? Like if God has building on my life, like if you are a builder, right? Like here's how, you know, the enemy had an agenda to full on break you. Okay. But you're still here. Mm -hmm. So what does that tell you? Okay. So there's that. Now, if he had a full on agenda to break you, God has the full agenda to restore you so that you can build. You're a builder. Mm -hmm. You're a builder. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're a builder of his kingdom and his people, which is the most important part to his heart. Right. So God yeah. wants to make sure that you are built up in him. Okay. So 
how can I engage with God in that mission in this season? Right. It also means exercise. It means endeavor. It means responsibility, which you've heard me too. That word I didn't like, but it's just your ability to respond well to life. Okay. It is, uh-huh. what are some other words that we got here? Setting aside, giving, or making over. Oh, I kind of like that. Like God is making me over, which so- sounds fun, right? Like <laughs> if God were to give you an extreme life makeover, like the show, right? Like, wouldn't that be an awesome thing to be thinking about right now? God's giving me an extreme life makeover, right? Like what's going on with you? Oh, God's just giving me an extreme life makeover. That sounds way more fun than whatever you started with, right? That's, that's so true. <laughs> right? And then it's like, okay, now to these other things that you said, just to plant some seeds, okay? Like one, mm-hmm. what a gift to the relationship that you have with your husband. So why I was asking about that was God knows what I have need of and he knows exactly how to bring it in a way that it could bless me and I could receive it. Now, when mm-hmm. it comes to family and the lack or the loss there and the gaps there, okay? This is a... Uh, interesting thought, but if you needed it, you would have had it. Okay. So Mm -hmm. if you didn't have it, then I think what it's done, even in my own life is it accelerated my recognition that God is all I need. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then when you get to that, you're like, okay, then everything else is a bonus. Now I will tell you, that doesn't mean that you're not human and that you don't have these feelings of loneliness or feel like you're missing out. And it's not that you didn't deserve those things. You absolutely deserve those things, but God is going to use you to create those things. And it's not going to make sense. And how redemptive is that? So in the very way that you are loving your husband, which the reason why I highlighted the relationship was how is that possible when you didn't even have healthy relationships that you have one, like, come on, like give Mm -hmm. yourself some credit for what is happening there. That's actually really amazing. Now it's okay to have those reservations sometimes, but it's absolutely amazing. Right. And that's something to be celebrated because you're building something. That's a pioneer move. You didn't see that and you're creating it like, okay, how about we celebrate that and give yourself some credit? Same thing is going to be true when it comes to what you build next. Okay. You're going to build what you've never seen before and God's going to do it Mm. through this relationship that you have with him. It's going to flourish from there. Okay. And he's going to give you details little by little over time, but in a way that is a delight, not a burden. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) So how does that feel? How does that feel now? That feels so much better because I've been really hung up on this uh, for a few weeks. I mean, for a long time, really, but especially the last few weeks, just like this whole future of doom. I can't see anything. I know God's doing something, but why, why can't I connect with any of it you know and why do I feel all these yes this it's it's spiritual attack totally yeah and when we ask uh somewhat low-level questions we get real bad answers too (laughs) right like (laughs) why is this happening do you ever get a good answer to that (laughs) no (laughs) right I usually don't either right but this is totally human but again these are their strategies it's like okay I'm learning warfare right? Like it's always a great time to worship. 
it's always a great way to praise God, even when I don't feel like it. It teaches me to keep my focus in the right place, right? It's, I, I'm learning joy. I'm learning how to be strong when it doesn't make sense because I'm choosing the joy of the Lord and leaning into that. I'm losing, I'm learning peace at a time that I really shouldn't have peace. Like I'm learning this supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. What is that? I've never had that in my life. That's amazing, right? Like I'm learning how to not lose my cool. I'm, I'm really embracing grace and I'm being unwavering. I'm not easily moved. I'm not like, you know, somebody that is only on milk. I've moved to solid food. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not just going to let a storm come like shake me up. Like I actually got staying power now. Mm -hmm. How do you think all of that is cultivated and developed randomly? Right. With, with time, effort, and, uh, attention <laughs> with well, and time you, with God with for surrender, sure. right? Like, so God is yeah, yeah. what this is revealing is God is intentional with you. And if God is with, mm -hmm. with you, he's an intentional God with your future too. And he's already out in it. Okay. Like he's already mm -hmm. gone before mm -hmm. you and he's also your rear guard. So if he's got that together, what he's doing is he's taking you into it a day at a time, step at a time and a moment at a time. And he's closing the gap. Yeah. Thank you. Right. So he's inviting you into a God adventure with him and it gets to get better. And he's going to give you more than you asked for and more than you would have settled for. And if it takes, it. A, little, if <laughs> it hope, takes a little longer, longer, that's why. And two years to have like, let's call it, you know, two decades <laughs> of an awesome ministry, let's right. say, wouldn't that be worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. So you're not behind. You're not too far gone. God is working and you're in step. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, can I cover you in prayer? Yes. Thank you. Let's do it. So Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to receive your ministry, Lord. We thank you for the way that you spoke personally to your daughter's heart, God, and encouraged her. We thank you, God, that you renew her mind to what is true. And we just cast down every thought Right now, God, we cast down every thought that's exalted itself above the truth in her life. And we thank you that, God, that the mind of Christ is restored now in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that you give her this pure heart, God, this heart that knows that you're good, that knows that you're trustworthy, that knows that you're faithful, that knows that, God, that you are family, you are father, you are friend, you are provider, you are husband, God, you are the answer to everything that she has need of. And you know exactly how to bring the right people, the right support, the right mentors, the right coaching, the right community to pour into her, God, and help build her up so that she can truly build what's next with you. And we thank you, God, that you renew a right spirit in her, God. We just break off whatever anxiety has been there, whatever insecurity has been there, God. And we thank you that you replace it with security, with faith, with power, with love, with a sound, my God, that you build her up in you in this season, God. And we thank you that she gets to go on this adventure with you and have a totally fresh perspective and look forward to every detail of every day. So we thank you, God, for the ways that you continue to lavish your goodness upon her and bless her indeed. And we give you all the glory for it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You so are powerful. welcome so much. Thank you for being brave and courageous. <laughs> Yes. I'll have to listen to this again. There's so you much will. So many yes. of encouragement. So yes. <laughs> yes, listen again for sure. And then also keep us updated. I want to hear testimonies. Okay, we'll do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Was that not God? I love God so much. He's the absolute best. He knows exactly 
what we need to hear, exactly how to minister to our hearts and how to encourage us. He's so good. If that blessed you, I encourage you, give yourself the gift of booking a spot on the God's Vibes hotline. Join me live. Don't let this question torment you or some sort of idea or narrative limit you in any way. Get your freedom today. Or if you know somebody that would be a great fit for this, grab the link in the show notes below. Just complete that form. It takes a minute to do and it will bless you so, so much. And I want to extend an invitation as well to Courage Co. Courage Co., the community itself is free and there's so much value that we offer in there. So if you're getting blessed by this podcast, The beauty is that you can actually build community in your life as well and fellowship with other people that are in tough seasons just like you that are learning how to suffer well, right, to develop long suffering, to go through some really hard things, but discover God through it all and go with God through it all and have people rooting for you and praying for you and covering you. It's very powerful. There's small groups every day of the week. There's prayer calls. You can listen to all the recordings. There's different programs that you can plug into. One of them that I highly recommend is 30 Days of Faith Walking. There's an entire year of training in a training bundle, which is just a blessing. There's so many different trainings that you can go through as you're ready throughout the year if you have a really packed schedule. You can self-pace it if you want to. You can join us in the Mastermind where we have live coaching every week that just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So it's profound and powerful and really meets you where you are. So there's so much available to you over there. You can access it. It's www.courageco.org. It's time to be courageous with your life. Everyone connected to you will be so blessed by you rising up into the fullness of all that you are form-shaped and anointed to be. So let's do it. You don't have to do it by yourself. Come join us. It's Inside Courage Co. www.courageco.org.